guys, welcome to From My Lens Podcast. Today's episode is called Real Life of an Influencer with Layla. She is an entrepreneur living in the Middle East, and she has been awarded by Forbes Middle East as a top lifestyle influencer. To learn more about her journey as a lifestyle blogger and entrepreneur, please help me welcome Layla. How are you today? Thank you for having me today. I'm so excited to catch up with you and tell you a little bit more about you know, our industry and what yeah. goes on behind it, mm-hmm. in front of the lens, behind the lens. <laughs> right. No, I'm super excited. And yeah, I just wanted to kind of start with how did you become an influencer? And how long was that back? Well, firstly, my name is Layla. Uh, I'm known as Layla A online. Mm-hmm. And uh, I initially started as a fashion designer. I had a styling and design studio back in Qatar. Now, Qatar is located in the Middle East. It's a part of the GCC country. Mm-hmm. And I was born and raised there. I lived all my life there, married there, had my children there. Mm-hmm. When my son was about three years old, I decided to take on this design and style studio. And I was running the business. I had a tailor and I had clients that would come in, I would style them, design for their special occasions. And I said, let me start showcasing this, you know, on my Facebook. Back Mm -hmm. then I started on my Facebook. I also had a WordPress blog and uh, I kind of used to write about the things I'm doing, you know, and keep people in the loop. And what I naturally saw was people were interested more of women that were like myself, that were moms, but wanted to do something more with their lives, but kind of felt stuck, you know, how to go about it, how to balance it all out. So I started sharing things behind the scenes of what I was doing with my fashion studio. I would have like fashion shows, so I would show them sneak peeks. And then came a time where I decided to go on a weight loss journey. And that's when everything kicked off. You know, that's when I saw a growth in my network and I moved over to Instagram as well. Instagram was a new thing. So I started off there. Yes. And it was around the year 2013 when I officially joined Instagram, started posting about my uh, lifestyle back then. Right. Which was going vegan for two years. Oh, did you? I didn't know that. Yes, it was quite interesting. And uh, not only did I go on that type of lifestyle, but my whole family had to go along with it. My husband being such a meat eater and everything, he actually tried it out with us and it was okay for a while. And then, you know, things picked up around 2015 when I started making public appearances. Now people started offering me um, to become judges on their shows. For example, I did this whole youth festival where I was a judge with other public figures. That really helped me reach out on a large level. That's when I hit 10K because this um, event was for like three-day events and it was for talent. So it was like youth got talent. Right. So that was my big break. I used to Snapchat and from Instagram, obviously I started showing my life everyday life on snapchat and yeah talk to people and have a connection definitely so it's like the whole social yeah. media you pretty much kind of covered most of the platforms and then you yeah. i think you also um worked your way up to tiktok as well um tiktok is very recent it's right. like let's say since the pandemic 
Yes. I was on Musical.ly because my children, as you know, I have two kids, mm -hmm. and Manal and Majid, and they are around the age. Right now, Manal is 13 while Majid is 10. Mm -hmm. So when Musical.ly, they were on Musical.ly and I said, let me go check it out. What yeah. is this all about? And it was quite mm -hmm. fun. They left Musical.ly while I stayed back and uh, now I'm on TikTok just enjoying yes. my bits there. Yes. Sorry, and, and I just wanted to kind of talk to you about um, like ter in terms of like when you started off or even right now, um, especially with the pandemic and everything, where were there any mental impacts that you faced, um, you know, prior to the COVID or even after? Like, how was it? Um, yeah, I would say let's talk about like back then you know social media sure back let's start then with was, let's start from the start yeah <laughs> yes social media back then was quite different to what it is right now yes. it's an evolving platform it's never ending evolving it's always growing yes and there are always different trends you know coming in and out but what i found the most comfortable was to be myself that is why my network is called being layla Absolutely. As in that's me, as I'm going through life, being this person that I am. Mm -hmm. Being yourself doesn't mean you have to be one type of personality and right. halas, you know. It is mm -hmm. an evolution of your self-exploration. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've been experiencing from the beginning. In the beginning, it, it was uh, really smooth because we had a chance to showcase ourselves and voice our opinions where it wasn't so crowded okay and coming out of the middle east i was i could say i was in the second generation of influencers influencers yeah um so it was a good time in the beginning whereas in the middle things get a little difficult things get a little sticky and i would say for everybody that's doing this online showcasing their life no matter if they're a beauty, fashion, or lifestyle influencer, right. mm -hmm. whatever it may be, the middle part is the hardest part because that's when you start seeing growth. That's when you mm -hmm. see people's opinions coming at you. And, and often you that happens. Be... And often that happens when uh, you, when people are are starting to see, you know, others do well. And I think yeah. that's when criticized. Um, you know, people are starting to criticize, you know, like, I, I guess other opinions shouldn't matter at all, especially when you're, you know, trying yeah. to trying to make that difference in your life, right? So, yeah. yeah, it's like, it's so easy to get those criticisms. So I, yeah, I completely get that. Yeah, it's, it's not even like, let's say constructive criticism is yeah. a different thing than having a lot of different types of, let's say, hate thrown at you yeah and, uh, for me also a cultural thing as well it's also a cultural thing too i noticed yeah. yeah for me in the beginning it was more of uh, uh keeping it smooth and following like a strict uh lifestyle beauty fashion thing mm -hmm. i didn't voice my opinions until like i felt comfortable knowing that i can write on this platform until i saw mm -hmm. people coming through that were like-minded right so far when people come and connect with you, it's the main form of connection yes. that you form online, you yes. know? Yes, I started voicing my opinions when I saw there were similarities in the interests of people that were coming through. Mm -hmm. And most of the people right now, a decade later, I can say, alhamdulillah, they are on the same note as me, uh, where they connect 
with the stories and the experiences that I share rather than just the superficial things that I do share, which is the, the beauty, fashion and lifestyle aspect of things. Uh, right. My network, I would say, is different is because it has that little twist of motivation and real time stories and experiences, you know, and I was talking about my gang on Instagram. They're a bunch of people from different backgrounds, doesn't matter where they're from. It just the mere fact that we have that human connection. Right. Um. Yeah, that's amazing. I think I think that's so important, you know, having all sorts of background and connecting with everybody, right? Um, did you face any cultural issues as an influencer? Uh, well, you know, coming from the Middle East, when we're based around here, of course, me growing up and as a Muslim woman as well, you know, I keep yeah. it very neutral to mm-hmm. what I believe in and what I could showcase. There are boundaries that I would never want to cross or never want to, let's say, pursue because you want to keep it lighthearted at the same time, speak about some truth, you know. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say it completely closed me down because I'm based from here, more so. It gave me more opportunities because we don't have a lot of uh, people at that moment doing what I was doing. But alhamdulillah, over the years, you know, now we have a lot of women speaking up, a lot of women touching base with hot topics, you know, um, a lot of women keeping it real and men as well, you know. So I would say it is a blessing in disguise to be based out of here, alhamdulillah. Uh huh. Okay, great. And how did you learn to block out all the negative comments that might have even, you know, kind of said towards you or any other conflicts that you might have even faced as an influencer? Like, how do you, um, you know, kind of like block that out? Like, how do you okay. preserve your energy? Okay. The best it, thing about yeah. uh, being social, I mean, I can tell you that I'm an introvert in real life. And people always think when you're an introvert that you're, yeah but I'm not shy but I like to protect what's mine I like to keep my energy and after a little bit of socializing I will move away just so that I can recharge yeah and I do practice a lot of gratitude I practice a lot of spirituality Mm -hmm. and um in the beginning, it was not so familiar for us to know like how to balance it out. It is just a learning process. And uh, I keep talking about the beginning because there weren't much hate comments, you know, in the beginning. It is really in the middle where I started seeing. When you there just was, kind of like went off the roof. Yeah. Yes. That's when you see different people's opinions. And yeah. you just gotta keep it in your head that you're doing this for a reason. There's a cause to it. You know, and um, definitely you will have people throwing opinions, even if you're not online. I bet you yourself face a lot of things in your daily life where people are just trying to tell you this or that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, there there will be days, um, you know, when you feel at your lowest, there will be days when you feel at your highest. It's really about preserving and learning to preserve your energy. And what do you do? So sometimes, you know, when you're burnt out, like what I did you know, my personal motto is step back, you know, reflect and even like go for a walk or do something that makes you happy and stay and step away from social media for a bit. So I think it's so important to kind of learn to differentiate between your work, you know, 
and your personal life and try to balance oh, yeah. the two. So, uh, yeah. I and, can and totally relate to that, you know. Definitely. A bunch of things that I do, one is yoga, you know, it is a big part of... That was my yeah. next question in terms of like, how yeah. do you stay fit? And you did say you went on a waist loss, uh, weight loss journey. And uh, how did you like, yeah, how do you stay consistent with that? Okay, so we're touching back a little bit on how I do balance it out, because I would really love for your listeners to know, like mm -hmm. you said, some of the things that you do are totally in there reading, watching, you know, movies, relaxing. I try to organize my space quite often because I do balance it out between working from home or before the pandemic, working from an office, you know. Yeah. Um, I do try to take time off of social media is really important, especially if you're working on social media and you're so digital. We have rules uh, in the house where we don't use tech for an entire day. We have tech time only for the children and myself as well. I try to wrap up all my emails in the morning so that the rest of the day I could go off doing things. Right now, I have a lot of help that uh, helps me grow. Before, I would try to juggle it all on my own with just having help from my husband. He's very supportive. He's been supporting me all throughout. And it's really important to have that person, you know, yeah, that you can definitely. talk to, mm -hmm. rant to, and just complain or even cry to. And he's been my rock for all of that. And throughout the years, I've also learned that it is okay to stay disconnected when you're out and about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. I'm just going to actually be a little quick with some of my questions. Um, and what three things does like anyone who's starting off, like, what do you think they need to know in terms of, yeah. Three okay. things in so, terms of starting in, in your industry that they need to know. Yes. Um, what we usually do, because my husband and I, we run a digital agency as well. Yeah. And what is it called? Anybody, it's called Dynamics. Mm -hmm. It's like the dynamics of things behind the scenes, you know. So we do a lot of business consultations as well with mm -hmm. clients who are looking to grow online and offline. And I would advise them, first things first, you have to write down all your ideas. Yeah. where you want to grow, how you want to go about it comes next. Now, you want to focus on one network first and then go ahead and grow in other places. You know, you can't right. do it all, all at once. Yes. And number three would be, like we talked about, blocking out everyone else's opinions, yes. focusing on yours, yes. but counting in the positive energy that you're getting, the positive people that are coming. Yeah. It might be small in the beginning, but take it as a sign mm -hmm. for you to excel in what you're doing. Yeah, and it's like if surrounding yourself with the right people and positive energy, right? So preserving your yeah. energies, that's really important. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. And I see you do that as well, um, you know, on your social media platform. Um, yeah. Which people or books have had the most influence on your growth and why? Well, I, I, can, I can tell you, I watch a lot of videos. I'm yes. more of a video first person mm -hmm. rather than a reader. Yeah. I watch a lot of YouTube and Jay Shetty. I love his. Influence. Oh my gosh, me too. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very yeah. inspirational. I love the way he puts things out. Yeah. And I love a good dose of pep talk from um, bigger influencers or bigger public figures like himself. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to... Uh, online or let's say offline public figure I really look up to women like Sheikha Moza, Oprah, oh you know God. Tyra Banks 
has been one of my motivations when I was younger as well. I loved watching her talk show. So I just kind of try to remind myself where these people have come from and where their journey is. And it really does help out. It right, helps right. out when you need that breather as well. Yeah. Um, and what would you say is the number one key of success in your business that you've had so far? Now, success for everyone looks different. People Absolutely. tend to forget that, right? These days with all of these social media things and influencers showing you all these things, I just want everyone to remember that social media can be distracting, but focus on your life offline. It's really important that you focus on yourself Definitely. and you stay in focus. Look at your progress. That helps me so much sometimes. Instead of looking at other people, I will look at my timeline. Where yeah. did I come from and where am I going? And exactly. that has ultimately helped me stay in focus because losing focus, getting distracted uh, by issues online or offline is going to take a toll on you. So if you can come uh, together and come in balance with how to be that person offline, it really yeah. helps out That's no amazing. matter what you're doing. Yeah, definitely. And um, what are... Like, are you able to talk about your biggest failure that you've had and what did you learn from it? Yes, uh, failures are really, really important because <laughs> mm -hmm. they do teach you, like you said, a lot yeah. of lessons. Definitely. So far, I would say, you know, I moved a lot with my business itself because I do say I'm an entrepreneur. You know, I have a BBA in business and marketing. Right. And I started off with the design and style studio. And I did that for, let's say, two or two years, okay? Mm -hmm. But then I completely focused everything else on social media. Right. And uh, for me, that was a fail because if I would have gone through with it, I think that would have been a great thing to have. But I say no regrets because you can't possibly divide yourself into so many things as a right. woman, you know, even though we try and we do. Women are like the best multitaskers, but sometimes being centered is also very valuable. So that is one of the things I feel like I could have improved on over time, mm -hmm. but I still try to practice doing my design and styling through what I'm doing online now. So. Yeah, actually that I wanted to hop on to your, I, I know that you're working on your own business right now, your own creative business. Um, can you talk about that? Like, Yes. Like I said, you know, uh, I, fashion design is one of my thing. I did a course back in Virginia Commonwealth University, and that's why I hopped on starting that business. Mm -hmm. And now over the years, I've done a couple of styling events. And uh, I said to myself through quarantine, when everything was so down, I lifted myself up through designing the scarf which is uh, in collaboration with a designer based in New York City. Her name is uh, Azen. She goes by the label Citizen by Azen. Nice. She does scarves from all around the world focused on cities of the world. So the scarf is designed through her uh, branding and some of my inspiration taken from Muscat. And I chose Muscat because this is where I'm based at. You know, this is where we're going to spend the rest of our life. Nice. So we, we kind of came together. I talked to her and designed with her this beautiful scarf inspired by the city, the sky, the landmarks, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and when is your launch? I can't wait for you to see it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to see it. And let me know when it's launching. I'd love to yes. kind of get my hands on it. <laughs> yeah. So we are planning, inshallah, in the next few weeks to start pushing it out and um, listing it on my website as well. I do run an e commerce website where I share like my favorite things that I do share with the ladies and gentlemen out there like from hair care to skincare, yeah. uh, lifestyle things. I decided in 2020, digital was the way to go. Oh, that's a wrap up of what I'm doing so far. And uh, I'd love to see what you come up with next. Yeah, I yeah. Um, yeah, I just launched, recently launched my app. and But I'm still kind of upgrading it and working on a few bits that I think. That's so interesting. Like, you, you not only do the podcast, but it's a whole entire app where people can have access to a lot of things yeah. you mentioned earlier. Yes, yes, it? yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, what? that's the thing. Like, I think like, you know, there might've been downside to 2020 or 2021, but, you know, we sometimes need to really embrace all these beautiful things that we were able to focus on that we never thought we would even have time in the day to even like work on, you exactly. know? Exactly. And, I would yeah. say it, it has been disastrous, I would say, but then has taught us so many things. I, this 2020 was the year I actually connected with my audience the most. Yes. And it has had a drastic impact on the way I share now, mm -hmm. on the way I move forward. It's yeah. really positive for me. That's and okay. I wish you the very best in your Thanks. journey. I do have two more questions left for you. I just wanted to ask, um, what keeps you going you know when things get tough in your business like how do you keep yourself still focused yeah tell us a bit about that okay I journal okay I write things down mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense sometimes they're a bunch of scribbles yes definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I still write things down whatever's in here yeah. should go somewhere otherwise you feel hazy yeah i know oh you, my can, gosh, you yes. can totally feel, you feel me on this right girl i feel I you <laughs> yes girl <laughs> <laughs> i write things down i try to organize my space like i said you know from maybe move around a little bit because yeah. you know being creative and being in this industry you might have a block on some days and it is totally okay to process your negative feelings as well yeah. People think being positive just means yes, yes, all the time. Yeah, okay, no. It's knowing <laughs> that you will go <laughs> through the bad yeah. days and it will still be okay. You yes, know? definitely. That is one of the things that I like to do is also stay You're in touch with You're just being human. People. You're just being a human, yes. you know? Yes. And also stay in touch with people like yourself who has a lot of motivation to offer on their network, you know? Yeah. Thank Nowadays, you. I'd love to watch your story and see what do you have to say? What kind of quotes do you, did you post? Yeah. That helps Thank a lot. You. <laughs> yeah. I try. But um, yeah, in fact, just kind of ending off our podcast, I wanted to ask you, and I know you're already doing that, but what impact would you like to make? Okay. So my biggest thing after I realized all this time, you know, it's not about the sponsored ads. It's not about the brands I work with. The end goal for me is to have that brand of mine, okay, where I will present to the people and they can come and buy from me and to keep this network motivated mm -hmm. for doing more, not just for myself, but for my children. 
they inspire me the most. There was times where I wanted to quit social media because sometimes it is so contradictory to yeah. what I believe in and what my beliefs are, you know, Definitely. like it, it can be so saturated too. So what I said to myself, I want to make a difference in the world we live in. I want to be the change, you know, no matter what topic it is, if it's a tough topic or a regular everyday topic, I want to make sense where I leave a little bit of me behind so that my children can inshallah one day thrive from the motivation that I've left behind right. and I can spread this positivity to all the women and children out there because I know the world can be so tough yes especially for a lot of people that never felt like they fit in mm -hmm. I don't know about yourself but me I growing up I always felt like I don't belong here I don't belong yeah. there where do I belong you know it was always exactly. a question yeah <laughs> oh gosh I've been there yeah we all have we all have our yeah. own little journey own little path where we belong where we don't but you know it's so important like you said um you know leave the positive impact behind right for yes. that's for exactly it. Yeah. that's yes. amazing a little imprint of your own and uh, basically inshallah I want to retire on a note where I have a brand of my own it's thriving and then I do have a voice that I can use to talk about all these things. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much, Layla. And, you know, for being Layla, that was amazing. Thank you so much for having me and doing <laughs> such a great job through this podcast.